Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the K Push Podcast, episode fifty something. I don't care. Um, it's it's been a fun month, a fun couple months. We've uh, Will uh, Will Smith slap Chris Rock, of course. Uh, that was one of the biggest news stories ever, and then of course we have the Ukraine war, which like. Doesn't really matter. But then we have this Parkland shooting type thing where it's not really Parkland. I, I guess it's coming up. It's uh, going to be the new Parkland that we talk about. Um, and, uh, you know, w- nobody can shut the fuck up about it. I mean, this is like the biggest people are treating this like it's the COVID outbreak. Like, this is the brand new pandemic. And, you know, I mean, it's just like, like, this isn't new. Nothing about what's going on here is uh, anything remorse, remorse. I think, I don't think I use that right at all. Um, nothing going on is anything new. There, there's no new stuff that's going on here with the uh, school shooting. Somebody walks in, kills a couple kids. That's what happens here. It happens here like a good amount of time. And people like are now can't shut the fuck up about it. But like nobody like will say anything like in a month from now. But people are going to – the shooter's mom – got to say something. She had like a, a, a take on it or some something. Throw her off a balcony. I mean what what are we doing here? What what's going on where we're allowing the shooter's parents to like speak? Why are we getting into the shooter's life? Like what we're invested in the shooter now? We want like a ESPN episode on him? Like what thirty for thirty? Why? Why do we care? Why do we care? We stop promoting his name because we know that this is what inflicts more school shootings is when we just continuously say their name and show their face and say where it is. This causes more school shootings because this is – for most people, this is their end. This is their end all. This is their one story. This is their moment of glory. They're going out and they're going to kill a couple kids. And then they're going to shoot themselves, and then everybody will know their name. This is what they're hoping, and this is what they're getting out of it. And, you know, the, the thing is, like, you didn't even kill that many kids, number one. Okay, for, like, being locked in a building 45 minutes, he only killed, like, what, 20? Like, that's, come on. That's rookie numbers. I mean, that's, this is... You're in the room for 45 minutes. You can only hit 20 shots. I mean, come on now. Do you even kill that many? It's not even that big, okay? It's not even that many. It happens, okay? There's – I don't even know what my take on this is anymore. This is – I just have so many – shut up. Nothing's going to – the. The rea- nothing's going to change. D- this is my take on it. Nothing 
about any of this conflict and bullshit and all this talk and I can make jokes and nobody can make jokes and people can say thoughts and prayers. No, there's going to be another school shooting a year from now or a couple years from now. There's probably going to be a bunch of small school shootings in between that that don't get talked about. There's going to be another – something's going to happen with Ukraine or some other fucking country. Then we'll have another disease. Like there will just be continuous news cycles. Nothing's going to get changed, and we should stop showing people their face because that encourages motherfuckers to go in and kill people. But that doesn't matter. People are going to politicalize shootings all the time. And you, what people don't understand with this um gun law, because this is what's going on, is people want gun control. And I, I don't think I'm more – and, you know – I'm an 18-year-old. I don't know fucking anything. I'm a dumb idiot. I don't know anything about anything, and I don't think that you should listen to me about my takes on gun control. I don't think that that's – I've never held a gun. I've never saw someone shoot a gun. I have no experience with guns whatsoever, and I think I should not speak on the issue of owning a handgun since I do not own one. But the – Here's the thing that I do understand that no one really talks about is the thing is America's like the number one gun supplier in the world. Like that's that's us, baby. You see like a gun, it's like outside of like the United States. It's still like a 50-50 chance that was made here. And when you take that out, right? There are people, and I'm not one of them, but there are people with wives and children who they rely on these laws that allow them to sell guns to the country. And a lot of these people are the cartel. Like a good amount of the people that we sell to are just black market and I'm not talking about people on the black market or people who do it legally because there's both. There's people who sell guns illegally that use the laws that allow them to sell the guns illegally. And then there's people who use the laws to sell the guns legally. Either way, you have people out there who sell guns who have children and wives. And if you are going after their only source of income, good Luck. Good luck. Especially the motherfuckers who sell to the cartels. Good luck. Go, go, go change their mind. Go change their mind about gun control. Because I guarantee, t- and this is what happens, is that all of a sudden you get this fucking ambitious politician who's like, you know what? I'm going to shut it down. I'm going to shut down gun control. I'm going to shut down gun control. And then all of a sudden... You got this motherfucker knocking at the door. You don't know who it is. You open it up. It's Tony fucking Soprano. It's Walter White. And it's Marty Bird. He's got a gun to your head. And he goes, hey, we need to talk. You can't you can't pass this bill, okay? This bill that, that's going to change the state of guns and how they're sold and distributed – you can't you can't do that. And this person who you don't know, who's in some business, who has a gun, is now in your house and is telling you you can't pass a bill. 
good luck. Good luck. Like, literally, what I, I don't ha- I'm not giving my stance on guns, right? But this is why shit's not going to change. It's because there's people out there who rely on these laws. And I'm telling you, good fucking luck when they get into the game. Because when you go after their source of income, their family, their wives, good luck. Because... Uh, and I'm not, I'm not a father, you know. I, I don't have a child. But I've listened to my own father. I've listened to podcasts of dads who say that there is an animalistic tendency inside of you that comes out when somebody is threatening your child or family. Now, when you have that animal tendency who's a father – and they're also working in the black market. So there's just already no boundaries or there's blurred lines for these people of what's morally acceptable. So – and now you're threatening their family. Good luck. Good luck. These fu- – they're real fucking people. There are people who sell to the cartel who influ- who make so much money. That they influence politicians. And that's real. So go, good luck. Go fight it. Because I'm not. That That's my stance on gun control. I'm not even attempting to change the laws. Because you're going. I'm still. Aren't we still focusing on weed? Can we get weed legal before we get rid of guns? Is that. Can we not do that? Is making weed legal so insane? Now, I mean, people are just giving up on it. There's not even like a... There's people locked up from the 1970s. And they're like, well, what do you know? And, you know, the thing is with like pot... And I was thinking about this the other day too. Is people always want to like talk about how good our medical care system is and how much we've advanced and whatnot. Weed, like, two months ago, they just said, hey, by the way, that, um, get chemo shit for cancer that, like, gives your body, like, side effects, like, makes you shit your brains out, loses your hair, gets nauseous, constantly in pain... That that it's uh it actually it it actually goes away a lot of it when uh you smoke weed. But uh, don't tell anyone that. That was like two months ago. That's like two months ago. Like no fucking way, right? Because the chemo's been around since I've been born. I'm 18. People have been dying from cancer since I was 18 years old. There's no fucking way you're gonna look me in the face, in the eye. Right, and tell me that somebody who smoked cigarettes every single day, who got, finally got lung cancer, and gets her chemo treatment or gets they or he treatment, whatever they go as, right in the two thousands, there's no way, no one did this. Where somebody got chemo, went home and smoked a joint in two thousand and three. There's no way. There's no way. That that wasn't already known throughout, like, the weed community. There's no fucking way. Like, that has to be known so long ago that weed helps with chemo. Because, why? Because people who get cancer smoke weed. That's fucking why, you dumb fucks. 
There's a, and they just said it like a, two years ago. What? What are you fucking retarded? And yet there's still places that won't allow you to do CBD treatment or do fucking weed treatment, marijuana treatment for for chemo. Imagine, imagine you're in the 1980s, pre-Ronald Reagan, and you have cancer from smoking cigarettes every single day that you buy at the gas station that your child bought for you for like a a penny, like less than a penny, and you smoke these all day long, and you finally get cancer because you're the stupid piece of shit that you are, you get chemo, you come back, light a joint, and then you get thrown into jail. And now you die from cancer in jail. If you ever told me that that wasn't known, and the medical community just sort of ignored that fact for like 20 years, I'm going to start laughing at you in the face while I have a C4 in my backpack, and while I'm laughing at you in the face, you're going to think like, oh, he's making fun of my point, and I'm just going to pull out a bomb and or a detonator and blow up a bomb, and then you'll live the rest of your life as a vegetable because that's what you deserve if you believe that. Um, what, what else is going on? There's nothing else going on. I went to... um. Pennsylvania this weekend for my uh, grandfather's uh, ceremonial, the one who was an alcoholic who beat up his wife occasionally, my grandmother, but we don't talk about that, and we didn't talk about it there, that's that's for sure. That was not mentioned at the uh, ceremony, that he was a wife beater and maybe a child abuser and also an alcoholic, but that's, that's okay, okay, that, that's okay. Um, we did, we did, my mom, my mother talked about how the hospital probably killed him because he had COVID and it wasn't the COVID that killed him, but it was definitely the hospital that tried to kill my grandfather. That was a conversation that was had at the ceremony. I also enjoyed the constant question asking of people who I haven't seen in 15 years. It's always fun when people who you haven't seen since you were like the age of five, right? You were like five years old. And then these people, they'll come up to you and they'll act like you're their best friend. Hey, man. I haven't seen you since you were this high. That's crazy. Um, who are you? Who the fuck are you? Get the fuck away from me. Like, and they'll always, always. So what are you doing after high school? What are you doing, man? What? Um, what are you doing? What are you doing? You got a big plans? What are you doing? What are you doing? Hi, how are you? What are you, what's going on? Are you doing big things after high school? Do you have plans? Do you have plans? You know, you really want to get in that finance. You really... Need to plan this out. Somebody is fucking calling me right now as I'm in the middle of a fucking bit. Absolutely not disrespect of it all. Um, no, I mean, what, 
what the fuck? Like, back the fuck off me. And you have to answer the same question. Um, oh, I'm going to Austin. I'm going in. You lie. You're saying in a trade school because you you saying that you're moving to Austin to become a comedian. They might shit their pants and, like, run away from you. Or it feels like that. It feels like they're going to start running away from you if you tell them that you actually have dreams and hopes of being a successful comedian. They don't think that you have it in you, and I would like to prove them wrong. So I just say that I'm doing trade school because, you know, that's an easy way out. And you just say you're doing trade school. Nobody asks what trade school you're going to. Nobody asks those specific types of questions. You just say trade school. So, yeah, it works out. Um, And all of them are like, oh, my God, you're moving to Austin, Texas? They, like, slowed – they almost – they – they slow it down like it's a question. Like you didn't say – like you, they'll say, what are you doing after high school? And you'll say, well, I'm going to Austin, Texas. I'm moving there. I'm going there with my girlfriend. I'm going there with my two best friends. And they'll look at you and they'll say, oh, my God. You're going to Austin, Texas? Like you're retarded. Like you're mental. like they look at you like you're in a wheelchair of some sort and with like an IV strap to you like – Oh, wow. Like, I'm not fucking deaf, you moron. So they'll just continue. And a lot of them ask the same question of, did you tell your parents yet? No. No, you fucking idiot. Like, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you, somebody I haven't seen since the age of 15, that I'm moving to Austin, Texas. My plans after high school that I've been planning for two years. But I'm going to tell you first. It's just you you just have so many unnecessary dialogues with people and a lot of them repeating the same thing and I just don't do well with small talk because it's it's this elephant in the room that everybody always ignores that I am severely bored during this conversation that we are having about what I'm doing with my future because you are in no way involved with my future, and you are not going to help me at all. So I have no reason to tell you what I'm doing, and if I don't tell you, I am somehow coming off as rude. And in all honesty, I would rather be anywhere else than I am right now, celebrating my grandfather's um, death, which was apparently caused by the hospital that killed him because he got COVID, but he wasn't killed by COVID, even though there was a fat diabetic who had cancer, I'm pretty sure, and also had a fake eye, but and never worked out, and also smoked cigarettes, and was also an alcoholic. But, but, let's sit here, and let's talk about my future plans with you to Austin, and I am going to act like I'm having a fun time. And that that was my time. And I also drove to um, what is it? I drove to Pennsylvania. It was like a, a eight hour trip. And then I I immediately went to my grandfather's ceremony, which was fucking horrible. There were so many people there again having the same conversations. Left there, went to uh. Cousins, cousins, birthday party, left there, met up with a couple of my friends, left there, met up with my aunts and uncles, slept, and uh, woke up and drove back to uh, Boston. So, 
very fun, very fun weekend. I don't know anything that's going on. Saul, Saul's out. Nobody's watching it. I asked a lot of people. Uh, there's people I haven't seen if they're watching Saul. A lot of my friends haven't even watched Breaking Bad yet, which they should just be thrown off a balcony. But, I mean, what are you going to do? What are you going to do with people who don't watch Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul? Like, what do you... Because there are people out there who will watch one Marvel movie and will watch all of the Marvel movies and will watch all the Marvel TV shows. And, I mean, there was an... What is... Uh, and Indian comic on Flagrant 2. Um, was it Russell, Russell, Peter, Russell Peters? It might have been. I'm not exact. I might be getting that wrong. I'm sorry. But he basically said Marvel it, Marvel, Marvel is the new Bollywood. It's Bollywood with capes. And he couldn't have said it better because fucking Andrew Schultz and Akash, they argued their dumb fucking points. But he's absolutely correct that Marvel is just repeating the exact same thing over and over again. Nothing's new. The hero always wins. There's no themes. There's no real concepts. It's just the same thing over and over again. And yet you have like a TV show that comes out with Breaking Bad who's created by Vince Gilligan, one of the best filmmakers ever to be alive ever right now. And he made Breaking Bad. And people who have watched Breaking Bad will watch one season of Better Call Saul and go, I'm done. You, you lost me. Even though that no nobody says that Better Call Saul season one is bad. No one says that. They say that it's boring, it's slow, it's not entertaining. And you can give it that it's the first season, of course. But the idea that somebody would drop something like Breaking Bad, right? And you would not follow them throughout the entirety of their careers is so ridiculous. I mean, when you have somebody who drops something that's so outstanding that changes the understanding of TV shows itself, of character development, of entertainment, uh, it got everybody's attention for a period of time. Most people have seen Breaking Bad. Everybody who has watched it says that it's fucking incredible. And yet people will watch that and we'll watch the next season, one season, give you, of a not bad season. And they'll be like, well, I give up. I'm done with this creator. You didn't amaze me again. Who the fuck said that they have to amaze you every single time you tune into their shit? Every time they have to amaze you? Like, what are you, fucking 12? And people will always complain, like, we have bad media now. There's so many bad movies. There's so much average horseshit, and yet when we have a creator like Vince Gilligan who will drop a masterpiece like Breaking Bad, you have a community of people who will watch that and then give up on that creator, which, and by the way, it's in the same fucking universe, like Better Call Saul, it's, it's the exact same characters, and in the later seasons, it gets better or nearly just as good, it's, it's as good as Breaking Bad or better. That it's like what anybody who said who watches Better Call Saul says it's as good as Breaking Bad or better, 
And on top on top of that, you're just not going to watch it. So you have a creator who you saw Breaking Bad, who showed you Breaking Bad, who gave you Breaking Bad. Then people who watched his next show say it's as good as that one. And there's still a community of people who have watched Breaking Bad who go, you know what? No, I'm not doing it. And then people are going to complain about average TV and average film and average media. What do you expect? You are not going out and taking your time to watch and find these art masterpieces. And that's what Better Call Saul is. It's a, it's a fucking art masterpiece. It's not even done yet. We're halfway through season six. It's fucking incredible. And people are still like, no. But people are going to keep up with Marvel. You're going to keep up with Marvel after both of the Thors, the Incredible Hulk, all the early shit. Fucking Loki sucked ass. Um, apparently, the new Moon Knight is not that great either. And people are still going to see the new Spider-Man into the Spider- or Spider-Man Far From Home is fucking terrible. And people are still like, I'm going to watch every Marvel property that will ever exist ever. And you just have to look at these people and say you're lost. You are lost. You don't know what you're doing. And I feel for you. I feel bad for you because I don't know how to fix you. I don't know what to do with you. And I don't know how to fix you. And that's the truth. Like, And then these people who will only watch Marvel movies will complain about like average what what's your standard what's your standard where does it lie or like comedians who will watch marvel and then complain about not very i mean they'll complain about joke stealers but will watch marvel marvel's just joke stealing themselves their entire franchise is joke stealing themselves of just rewriting the exact same thing and shuffling it up. And people will be like, well, that's good. That's good. But if you're a joke stealer, no, 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 no. Where's your, where's your standard lie? And this was a big thing with Martin Corsese when he said Marvel's not cinema, which – you know, there's a lot of people out there who say, well, what does that mean? Because cinema is basically just film. Technically, I guess this would be cinema. This podcast would be cinema. But, like, what the, there's a difference between – and anybody who's not retarded understands this. There's a difference between Martin Corsese. When you're watching a Martin Corsese movie or, or whatever he's fucking making, whatever he's working on, you're watching art. There, it's a moving picture of art that can take you into another world that will help you see or maybe understand different perspectives, and it's going to tell you a story, and it's going to bring you somewhere. That's what you're going to get with a Martin Corsese movie. You're going to get a fucking art piece. You are getting – when you're watching a Marvel movie, you are getting a corporate entertainment Super Bowl Type special thing, which is you can argue is entertaining. I'm not saying that it's not entertaining, but if we're talking about average film and average art, there's no fucking chance that you should ever be watching a Marvel movie. There's no way. 
and there's no way that you can like not keep up with this other shit that's out there. There's an entire Vince Gilligan universe. You have Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul, El Camino. El Camino is a good movie. Fucking Breaking Bad is one of the best TV shows of all time. Better Call Saul, one of the best TV shows of all time. And people aren't watching it. And it's like, well, well then what do you do? What what do you do with these people? What do you do? Because our culture is just not – we're not going to get out of this average ass – and it's slowly happening with Marvel, but not like a crazy amount. Not like an insane amount. And people want superheroes. I like superheroes. I do. I like when they're done right. They're entertaining. But people aren't watching like these cartel shows anymore except like Ozark. Everyone loves Ozark. I don't know. Why? Maybe it's fucking Jason Bateman. I don't know. And Ozark's fucking incredible. I'm not saying that you shouldn't be watching Ozark. But I'm saying that if you are watching Ozark, like, why aren't you watching this other shit? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. People are going to watch Stranger Things. Stranger Things is out. Stranger Things, like, increased its fucking runtime in total by, like, eight hours. Not eight hours. That's an exaggeration. But, like, two hours. No other season was that, that long. And, like, by the way, Stranger Things is just not good. It's not good anymore. The first season was fucking fantastic. If you look at me in the face and tell me that fucking Sh- Stranger Things season one wasn't fucking incredible, I'm going to have a C4 on my backpack. I'm going to pull out a detonator, and I'm going to blow you up. And you're going to be a vegetable for the rest of your life because that's what you deserve. And, but if you look at me and tell me that season two and season three are just as good as season one, there's like a clear quality difference of the right. I mean, it's so much worse. It is so much fucking worse. And I was so excited for season two of Stranger Things. It was such a fucking letdown. I mean, it really fucking was. And if you look at me and tell me that you, that it's not. I mean, and people are going to keep watching it. And I get that. I get that because season one was so good. It wrapped you into watching season two. And then you were like, well, maybe season three is going to get back up. And then you're like at this point where it's like, well, I might as well just finish the show. And Stranger Things isn't like a terrible show. It's not bad. Season three of Stranger Things was not the worst thing to watch ever. But it's not worth watching. Like, I don't think. I think that there's other things that are – all right. Let me rephrase that because I didn't say that correctly. I didn't say that at all. Stranger Things Season 3 is definitely worth watching. But there are other things that are coming out right now that are definitely more worth your time. That are more worth watching. And when you have just the amount of people that you do watching average media and then complaining about said average media, it's, it's upsetting. Obi-Wan just came out. I haven't watched Obi-Wan yet. Uh, they're coming out with a lot, of, a lot, a lot of Star Wars right now, which I'm a big Star Wars fan. I'm a Star Wars fanatic. I fucking adore Star Wars. It's one of the things I really, really fucking fall in love with. Um, I love the movies. Some of the scenes, I mean, that Star Wars has is some of the best scenes ever seen in media. and fi- I mean, not media, but in film history. And that's... I love it, but, you know, they're coming out with a lot now, and when that starts to happen, a lot of things start to get overlooked. 
there's a lot of, well, just turn it out. Just turn it out. Just get it out there. And that concerns me because I think the people working at Star Wars know what they are working with. They're working on the original trilogy except for the new ones that came, the episodes 7, 8, 7, 8, 9, which they were all terrible. But with these TV shows like Mandalorian, Boba Fett, and the new stuff that's coming out, they are taking into consideration what they're working with. What they're working with is some of the greatest movies of all time, some of the greatest fight scenes of all time, some of the greatest scenes ever of all time, and they have to match the music. They they got to get – I mean Star Wars has the best scores of anything ever. Like I don't think that the amount of amazing scores – that come out in Star Wars and everything, in Clone Wars, in all the movies, in in even fucking Rebels, in these new in these new TV shows that are coming out, in the Boba Fett show, in the Mandalorian TV show, these these um scores are fucking incredible. I mean, they're just fucking incredible. There's no other way to put it. And I get worried, and I'm not saying that this Obi Wan's going to be bad, but I get worried. Because how, how can you pay that much attention on on the music, on the fight scenes, on the writing, when you're turning out so much at a time? And not, not everybody can work on Star Wars. That's the other thing. You need a certain type of imagination, of credibility. And some directors, I mean, some directors, they get on Star Wars and they're just not good. There's a lot of this thing with these new new movies that came out is that Disney tried to find these good directors that, that have made other stuff before, but they've made good corporate stuff. You know, I think one of them directed Star Trek and the other one did something else, I, I believe. But they've, they've had some good stuff in the past, but that doesn't mean you can work on Star Wars. Doesn't mean you're going to be able to write for Star Wars. You need a certain type of mind to work on Star Wars. You need the George Lucas, and that's that's rare. That's rare, and I don't even think you know you have it until you're doing it. And if you do it well, then you have it. And if you can't, you don't. And it, so it's it's just, it's just hard, you know. But I mean, everyone was complaining about Boba Fett, and it was like, shut the fuck up. Do you not remember the prequels? Do you not remember how horseshit those prequels were and you're going to complain about Boba Fett? Get the fuck out of here. Or maybe even the new movies. And, and like, do not remember episode two? Calm down. Um. Yeah, I mean... I don't know if we got anything else going on. Uh, the school sucks. There's a mandatory. There's all these mandatory meetings. I'm sort of ignoring a bunch of them. I wanted to get this one out to uh, forty-five minutes, and I need uh, ten more minutes. But I I don't know if I have another subject to um to talk about. I don't know if I have. 
I don't know if I have anything else to talk about. I guess, guess I could always keep talking about the school shooting, because that's I could just continuously come on here and talk about how to fix school shootings. I just continuously keep doing that, and I can show the shooter's name and face, give the address. I should interview the school shooter's mom. That's what I should. I should have her come on here and defend her son while I'm here just nodding my head the whole time. For 40 minutes, she's just crying hysterically, and I'm just sitting here nodding my head. Yes, yes, I agree with you. Because what was that place? That place like an hour and a half from Austin, Texas. So I'm going there. I'll meet her. Why not? Why can't I? I should become best friends with her. I'm sure she's a good mother, relatively speaking. Because, I mean, sometimes, you know, kids going to shoot up the school. What are you going to do? What, I mean, what, what are you going to do if your kid shoots up a school? I mean, that everyone thinks that that's not going to be them. But, uh, I mean, what happens? You want everyone to abandon you? No, I mean, you need friends. You need friends during this time. And we should all gather her. We should all comfort her in her time of grieving of her son shooting up the school. I believe that. I really, I do. I do believe this. Not kidding here. Uh, I get, I made up social medias. Uh, you can go follow them. I have like a Instagram. I got a Twitter. Face, no, Facebook's being fucking retarded. Uh, I tried to get a uh, account, and as I was signing in, it told me that um, I was banned. I was banned because I, I tried to sign into my own Facebook account that I was just created that I've never posted on. So Facebook, I isn't ready for me yet. Facebook's not fully prepared. I'm going to have to, you know, because I have contacts, I'm going to have to call, give Zuckerberg a call, get their servers on, get them nice and ready for uh, me to join because, you know, it's a big deal. It's a big deal when I join Facebook. I have a TikTok too. I need to make you Snapchat. Do we need Snapchat? Do Snapchats grow podcasts? I'm not sure. Um, what else? What else? What else is going on? Um, apparently Elon Musk, uh, it's coming from, uh, the Lex Friedman podcast on the Tim Dillon. Elon Musk is, uh, living with Tim Dillon. And I... And apparently Lex Freeman, which I didn't even know Lex Freeman was gay. I, I would like Elon to make a Tesla. I mean, this really has nothing to do with Elon. This isn't even a funny bit. This isn't even a good joke. I was going to do something with, like, sex toys and Elon May. I'm just trying to really 
drag this podcast out. Why are you even listening to this anymore? This is a terrible fucking podcast with like some decent moments. But I have not been able to record like a good solo podcast in a fucking minute. And it's because I haven't been able to do it. So I'm going to edit it now because there's nothing else left to say. I'm not even finishing that shitty joke I was uh, setting up for. Uh, Hopefully you didn't hate this. Goodbye. Enjoy it.